0: Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz.
1: Mario Lopez. You're on with Mario and Courtney Lopez joining us on Zoom from the Showtime documentary Outcry, Greg and Gabriel Kelly. Welcome to the show, guys. How you doing?
2: Hi, we're doing good. Thanks for having us. Doing okay. so good, guys. It's it's our pleasure to be on here with you guys. Uh, thank you for having us. Uh,
1: oh, man, we really appreciate it. I got to tell you, my my, uh, my wife and I and everyone here on the team at the radio show saw the documentary. We absolutely loved it. Couldn't stop uh Uh, talking about it. um, What's been the reaction from people since the doc aired?
2: So the reaction, yeah, nothing but love and support, guys. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's amazing. Uh, I think the day before all the episodes were supposed to drop, I think it first um, aired in Australia. And Mm -hmm. out of nowhere, the very next morning, tons of Australians started just flooding our inbox, just all the support and love, and uh, from there on out, uh, it's become so overwhelming. Uh, so it's the positive reaction, loving reaction.
0: Now, obviously, you lived it, but were you able to rewatch it back? And, and how did that feel?
2: You know, it was super tough, super tough. Yeah, I it's mean, very hard
0: to watch. It's
2: so hard, hard, so hard to watch and see our family broken in episode one and episode two. And then the emotions that kind of fell over there. And then having to just really take a turn emotional to episode three and then four and then, of course, five. We, you know, those emotions speak for themselves. So six years of fight, battle, hope, faith condensed into five hours is a lot. So um, definitely it doesn't get easier. Greg, were you happy with the way the story was told, with the way you were portrayed? I was definitely happy with the outcome of Outcry. I feel like the documentary did it justice. There was a lot of things that was left out of the documentary because actually Pat wanted, Hey, I needed like 10 episodes. We've got so much material. We've got so much evidence. We've got so many twists and turns wow. that he could only get it. And Showtime was only giving him five episodes.
1: So, so wait a minute, so, let me put you on. Like what was left out that we would, um,
2: that we would, would love to know. <laughs> You know, off the top of my head, there was deleted things, emails. There was deleted emails between um, the the police officer and the um, CPS worker. Mannix. Or daily? No, no, daily. Daily. Daily in CPS. That rat uh, bastard. <laughs> yeah, he he deleted a lot of emails from his server. He not only deleted it, but he deleted the server.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: <sighs> and, it, and it's against C- the city of Cedar Park's policy in policing um
0: all the all the evidence we turned into patricia wasn't really on the dock and we turned in so much evidence on jonathan mccarty um and i think the
2: biggest thing too that wasn't on the dock i don't know why it was left out but um there was actually four victims that jonathan sexually assaulted um after the matter of fact and the DA, only happened in Williamson County, right? So like the one that he got charged with and got found convicted for and went to prison for, for only four years, by the way, that was the deal. And that's, that's, that's sticking itself. But there was three other counties where Jonathan raped and drugged for uh, three other girls. And those weren't, theirs won't put into the dock because for some odd reason, those counties didn't want to pursue it. So, um, yeah, it was, it was crazy, man. It was super crazy. A lot of things left out. It's so hard. It's so hard to kind of just wrap your head around it, honestly. So, um, yeah he only had five episodes man and i wish that you know we had a lot more but uh for some reason we couldn't get it i don't yet.
0: know if my heart could have taken 10 to be honest because we lost that's, sleep over it we because we didn't watch them all you know in one day so we were like oh my god we can't wait to we you know put the kids to bed because we get have little kids
1: so you're <laughs> um, <laughs> there's no binging well, for us so but much. i
0: just want to say that i called it in the second episode the outcome didn't i
1: Yes, she did. She said, she said, oh, it's that kid, Jonathan. I said, it's not Sorry. him. She, said, oh, yeah, she, uh, she called it. She's pretty good about that. She,
2: you did yeah, call I watch Date props. Line. I
0: watch all that stuff all the time. I said, You should have been in kid.
2: The detective. You guys see little nuggets that were like put into like the intro, the hook, or the, the intro of the it was like a picture of me and Jonathan side by side. Yeah. Yeah. If we, if we watch the hook, Jonathan's actually introduced in the first twenty seconds of the doc.
0: Yeah, a lot of people don't notice. But that. a lot
2: of people don't notice it because our mugshots kind of look the same, right? Right. So um it, it was it was crazy because like little do you know in the trailer, right? The showtime trailer, it started off with him on the phone, right? And you don't get to see that until you watch the doc, But in the trailer, everybody thought it was me on the mm-hmm. phone saying like Man, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. You know this wow. and that. And I was actually Jonathan on the phone, and so yeah, it's crazy.
1: Let me ask you this, bro. In the beginning, I it, it just I was blown away how they never shown a lineup to the kids. Did yeah. you not, did you put just so much trust in your attorney that you just assume they would do something like that? Or did you ever say, Hey, well, bring that little kid in front of me. Let me see, right. let, let me talk to them and see, well, right. you know, there's gotta be some sort of mistake here. Day one, day one. I'm
2: telling you from day one, I said, man, put me in front of the kid. Oh, you did. Like, okay. So yeah, I told Patricia, I was like, Hey, put me in front of the kid. Cause I never got to see the kid, you know, and the kid never identified me in court so the kid was never actually in the courtroom they made him do a closed circuit interview Ugh. that was DA strategy because the DA didn't want this kid to not point at me and say you know what that's not that's not greg you know so like that was DA strategy and and it worked for them because you know the kid got to testify behind closed circuit interview unbelievable
0: well gabri i have to tell you that I'm sure you know that so many people were just in awe of your loyalty in staying by him and being ride or die. And I, I don't know if it was the first episode or second, but the Chiron when it would say um, Greg's girlfriend, I said, "Wait, that's present tense. That's present tense. So she she's still with him. She because they never really said, you know, that you guys stayed together. It, they yeah. just um, so I just." Thought that was so amazing. And he kept saying, would you do that for me? Would you, do that for me? <laughs> you better do that for
1: me. Yeah, yeah I'll do that right. for you.
0: Um,
1: no, she was. That, and so I said, see, that's, that, was so, that was so incredible uh, to see. I'm sorry, honey, I cut you off.
0: No, that's okay. But I want to know what you're doing now, because I know you're a dancer. And I was doing yeah. some stalking on social media. And I know that you um, had a scholarship to Broadway Dance Center. And we met on Broadway. Right. So. No way. Yeah. yeah oh and you were a charger
1: girl and That's you were right. a charger girl i'm yeah. a charger fan so you were yeah. a charger girl okay. yeah. yes he's the one fan <laughs> shut up nichols it. <laughs> no i'm the big no we're friends with the spanos they're good yeah. friends of ours but uh oh, yeah she she my wife told me i was like oh that's awesome i said
0: oh she she went to yeah. Bro- you went to the new broadway dance center because i went to yes. the old one. The so iron. I Oh my god wow yeah. so it's crazy. small world yeah yeah.
2: Small world. Such a
0: small world. Such a small. You
2: know world. why we're up in the like? Do you, like? Of course, we're for that. But yeah. we actually got exonerated in New York. Mm-hmm. The, the right. CCF. That's right. And a lot of people. It's crazy because people are like, "Are you guys still in New York?" Everyone thinks we're still there. And I'm like, "No, no, no. <laughs> I, we were up there for her, and I got I tagged along because I didn't want her to go and me stay oh. back because I, I I'll freaking miss her to death. Yeah. So I wanted to go with her." And when I, while I was up there, I was doing some like online training and stuff like that to make ends meet. But we were just enjoying the New York lifestyle, it was so different than Texas, you so know. Fun. Like Very you can't different. even see the sun while you're in the city. So you yeah. can't see the Texas hills, so I was yeah. just like, oh, I don't know, this might not be for me. Yeah. So, no. uh, so <laughs> anyways, place to visit. Yeah, yeah. And we got that decision, and right when we got that decision, we knew that these long-term goals that I've been, you know, just. Putting it in my head, I can finally touch them now. So I, uh, we came back home, and now I'm at the University of Texas, and uh, I'm a student there. So
1: that is awesome, man. That wow. that, that, that that's so awesome. And ironically, you come back in this pandemic hits. And there's no. there's no, there's no football. There's no, it's like, oh my God. But it's still awesome that you're still able to uh, um, uh, attend such a, such a great school. And, and this, this too shall, shall pass. But what are your, what are your goals outside of this? Cause if I could be a big brother for a second and just yeah. suggest something, you were such a compelling, great speaker. Seriously, I found your strength so inspiring the way and I told my wife just he's such a strong kid, just psychologically, emotionally and so mature in your and the way you talked about seeing the Truman show and the way you related that to yourself and the parallels and just the story itself was just so incredibly inspiring. Have you thought I would tell you as an older brother, you should really consider um, a speaking engagements because I think it would not only be lucrative. But I think you would help so many people. And is that something that you've thought about?
2: I've thought about it. You know, um, yeah. I've always been very shy. I've always, you know, when I was a kid growing up, uh, I had dyslexia really bad. And so like processing things just didn't really come about until I started practicing them and I started, you know, trying to master them. And, and I think I have on some level taken a bunch of classes to do so. But, um, I have thought about it, honestly. Um, I felt like I've have I have a little bit more bravery and courage now because it's just come to a normal now. I kind of think of it as a conversation instead of like, I need to do this and this and this and this. That's exactly how you should think of it. Yes. Yeah. So it's just a conversation that I'm having pretty much with myself. And so, um, yeah, getting out and it was so tough, man, when I got out of prison, because half of it I spent alone and the other half I spent with people and like, Sometimes you're kind of in a box for months on end. And so that introvert side of you starts to take over and you just kind of are confined to your own thoughts and you only read and stuff like that. So it was tough for me when I got out to express my emotions and my feelings and actually communicate how I felt, you know, right. being out, And, um, you know, it, it was tough for me to communicate to her sometimes, like how I feel. Cause they would always ask me, how you doing? You know? And I'm just like, good. You know <laughs> and, and that's it and I was like and then now I can finally communicate a little bit better uh, with practice no I think that's something you should definitely uh,
1: consider and and I think I think you'd be great at it Go- going back a little bit I just wanted to uh talk about the time you were um incarcerated man how how was it in there for you as far as it I don't know if I told my wife or I, I told you honey but I think he told me and I got a kick out of it that him and his cellmates would watch me to get the entertainment news oh really?
0: <laughs> I oh even, wow! that was kind
1: of funny. But other than that, <laughs> other than that, uh, tell those dudes I said what's up, by the way. But <laughs> Will, I, we're gonna go crazy. We'll freak out. Gonna go crazy. <laughs> okay. I'll do a video they're for them. They're fangirl. I'm telling you, yeah. they're gonna fangirl. That's hilarious. <laughs> but man, just every day, two things. How was that? Dealing with that, and then. I imagine the stress when every, I was stressed out watching it every Wednesday when you were scrolling at nine in the morning, not knowing, oh my God, those Tuesday nights must have been the longest nights of yeah. your life. I can't even fathom that for two years.
2: Yeah. yeah, man. I tell you what, the anxiety level for two years, I don't know how I don't have bags under my eyes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know I don't know how, you know what I mean? I haven't just lost it. But uh, man, at the end of the day, dude, every Tuesday night, There was no sleep, you know, like I was tossing and turning. I did not know if that night was the last dinner I was going to have with my family until I was 44 years old. That Mm. was how intense it was. And I did not know if I was going to wake up and have to relive the nightmare of being torn away from the ones I love again. And at one point, I mean, the first time it was so hard for us. Right. Mm -hmm. And the second, I can't even imagine doing it again, you know, and, and like, as time went on, right, every Wednesday, Pat does a phenomenal job going through my awkward phases of my hair, by the way, like <laughs>
0: long, 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 long. Dude,
2: long. it was short, exactly, it was
1: short, I like, you got like the Troy Polamalu going
2: on right now. <laughs> yeah, he, he actually, he's actually, like my athletic idol, that guy was a beast. Yeah, I love that guy, yeah. She's, she's but, from, she's from Pittsburgh, so yeah. Right on, man, so I, I, man, I tell you what, he was always functional every Wednesday, 9 a.m. He would be there 8:30. He would bring me my little Starbucks coffee, and we'd sit down, and we would wait and pull up that that list. And as it got closer to 9 a.m., my heart started pounding even more and more and more. And I was just afraid to even push the the little the little portal. And I pushed it, and for like 80 Wednesdays, wasn't on the list. wasn't on the list. wasn't on the list. wasn't on the list. On the list, on the list. and after that, it just you just start growing numb, man. I mean, you start growing numb, and it's mm-hmm. like, all right, just to hurry up and wait, I guess, type situation, and just gotta go on with life. And then out of nowhere, we're in New York, and you're by yourself.
0: Them, you're by yourself when you got that news. You, know? I was dying. I was, there. I, I felt she bad. Was... I said, "He's by himself. He has no one <laughs> and... to like hug," and well, you know.
2: She got home quick though. She ran. <laughs> yeah, she ran. I, <laughs> I really. saw that. Yeah. So, like, really. almost every Wednesday at home, we would be together. Waiting for the decision, but it's that one day. Yeah, of she course. <laughs> yeah. She had class, and I'm by myself with a camera in my face, right? And Pat did a phenomenal job, man. When I told him, "Hey, we're moving up to New York for for this gig that she has," he said, "Don't worry about it, man. We'll send somebody up there every Wednesday." I said, "No way." He's like, "Yep, we need this shot, man." So
0: mm-hmm. he got yeah. he
2: got the shot, man. I mean, I was there by myself um, immediately. So we have this funny funny insight. <laughs> we have this thing where. When we, when we see that I get exonerated, I'm going to immediately text her with a bunch of bird icons because that means freedom, okay. right? Yeah. So He's a bird. Like, if you notice in the in the dock, if you see my, my thumb twitching like that, like, I'll just <laughs> bird, 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 bird. bird. <laughs> that means that mean she's going to be running home and she ran home through her Yeti Oh, Also, she already knew. <laughs> to, okay,
1: because yeah, because it, it looked like he already knew when she walked yeah. in. So, oh my God, that was the best feeling. Ever. One thing I wanted to ask really quick. What's your relationship with that family that took you in?
2: So you're talking about the Shama uh, family. Yeah. So, yeah, there's no relationship. There's no communication. Um, We are waiting for Jonathan to do the right thing. We are waiting for Shama and Ralph to do the right thing. Um, There's no statements from them. Um, Yeah, I mean, we're just heartbroken, man. We're just heartbroken. and It's just so much pain because, yeah, at the end of the day, I might have received a lot of justice, but there is other victims that have not received justice and that will never receive justice unless people will come forward and do the right thing. Mm-hmm. That's all we want. And that's why this fight continues. It's no longer about me. It's about holding these people accountable who thought that this was going to be okay.
1: Exactly. And that has delayed your compensation, correct?
2: Correct. Yeah. So um, so here in Texas, whenever you're an exoneree, you um, get something called the Wrongful Incarceration Act. You're eligible for that. It's about $80,000 for every year you did. Um, to me, you can't put a price on that. Of course not. <laughs> Freedom. I'm like,
0: that's it? All you get you is 80 <laughs> yeah,
2: you, yeah, you can't put a price on it. I mean, I mean, my big question to anybody else, it was going to be like $240 they were going to give me and some other stuff and and like annuity, annual annuity and medical benefits and 120 free credited hours to any university that you can get into in the state of Texas. Um, all that stuff. But at the end of the day, the big question I have to ask for to everybody is would you go through that three years being labeled that not knowing if you're going to get killed in prison because of what yeah. you're labeled for, would you go through all that for that money? <laughs> Heck, no. Heck no. So I thought that in my head where I was like, you know what? The compensation is, it wasn't even on the table for me because how it also says in the language of the wrongful incarceration act is if you want to seek out a, a lawsuit against anybody that has done you wrong, any government entity, then, you have to put that compensation from the state on hold and you have a three year window statute of limitation to seek out a lawsuit against the people that have done you wrong. Mm. So that's what I'm doing right now. And it's honestly, it's not for the money. It's because these people that did this wrong thing to me and many other people and victims, I mean, they felt so many victims in this, in this case, they have not held been held accountable. They have Mm -hmm. not, I'm, you know. I'm considering committing
1: a crime just to have oh Keith God. Hamptons uh, represent me. <laughs> Awesome. I I love that dude. Maybe don't. <laughs> we need his number just in case. How great is that dude? Like that oh, dude yeah, you want, it, man, you don't want it. <laughs> no, maybe, maybe we just get his number and have
0: it
1: on hand. No, no, just in athlete. case. I mean like the, how, that dude was just like a little uh, angel sent above. And then the rant just side note, we kept tripping out on the random dude that didn't know you and became the it's biggest right. advocate. Dude, that yeah. dude was the yeah. That was the craziest thing.
2: Yeah. So you remember, you remember You You remember? remember in the doc where I was like, I was giving my exoneration speech. Yeah, that was and a great it, speech. I said, thank you, Jake Bryden. Man, I thought you were an angel coming into this. I can't remember what I said, yeah. but, I thought you meant, yeah. but I, until I heard your mouth open to save my life. Because now I'm, I'm not saying that he says just wild, crazy, just slanderous things. Yeah. I'm just saying this man has a mouthpiece and he's going to speak his mind no matter what it is. And that thing about Jake is that it's really hard for him to listen to anybody. If you're talking to him, but one person he'll listen to is God. And when God calls on his heart, I'll tell you what, dude, he's going to go and do it. Mm. And that's what happened here in this situation. He said, man, I can't sleep. I can't, I I own a construction company. I need to sleep. He's like, so man, I got to do something. He called my mom. He talked to my broken mother. And he said, man, I'm going to fight for your son. I've done the research. He's innocent. We're going to, we're going to get him home wow yeah, that is that is awesome dude and it is a three years later man and
0: he was in your wedding which <laughs> yeah. we love. he yeah. married us he, yeah. he and, and, we married and you yeah and keith hampton was there <laughs> my <laughs> god my god keith i love that
1: he us, Yeah, dude that was it's such a beautiful story and listen yeah. lopez is a huge fans. when you guys come out to la uh we want to take you all to dinner how far are you from austin by the way greg we're right outside. So I actually we live in Austin, Austin. We yeah. live in Austin because I go to the University of Texas. Oh, so wait a second. Hold on. I actually realized, when am I going to be there? I'm going to be there in, in a August. couple weeks. So um, I'd love to meet you, brother. We'll go have a drink yeah. and uh, love to meet you Let's guys. barbecue.
2: You got to have some barbecue. Man. There you yeah. go. Sounds good, man.
1: So I'm going to hit you up. I'm going to hit yep. you up on that. And then again, we'd love to take you guys out when you come out here. Um, awesome. Listen, it was such a pleasure. Please give your mom a big vessel for me. Yeah. Uh, and she, Gabriel your awesome.
0: parents are amazing too. Yes,
1: Gabriel, good. your yes. parents. Unbelievable. That support. We're right yeah. <laughs> you got, yes. we're, we're big fans of all you guys and your family right there. Mm-hmm. So um, God bless you guys. And listen, anyone who hasn't seen it, it is a fantastic doc. Best one I've seen in a long, long time. It's called Outcry. It's on Showtime. The Kellys, thank you so much for checking in. Thank Thank you. you, guys. On with Mario Lopez.